The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Monday morning to you, May 22nd. Is that right? May 22nd already. It's David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. You and I were just talking about how quickly May is going. There's a week and a half left of May. That's so it. Let's make the most of it. Memorial Day weekend coming up. Many people will be celebrating with a three-day weekend, the unofficial start to summer. That is correct. That's this weekend. And it's going to rain. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> well, wait a minute now. I'm looking at the uh, my little uh, weather icons here. What's it show us for the All weekend? the way through Friday, sunny and 87. It's going to be nice Friday. towards the end of the week. So we'll see if that holds up for Saturday, they're saying. Yeah, mostly sunny, 79. What are you saying? It's going to okay. rain. Okay, yeah. I got I got 40%. Maybe it's like those thunder showers, thunderstorms, something yeah. like that. But Well, that's a ways to go. We'll see. It, it, it can change this far <laughs> out. Never trust it unless it's within the three-day span of uh, observance. <laughs> that's right. So uh, anyways, you have a nice weekend. Oh, just, yeah, real nice. nice weekend. Didn't overdo it. Yeah. But I am happy to say for all of our listeners Scott's Father's Day gift is now sitting in our backyard. Oh, already? We had to go early, and yeah. I had planned this because uh, I knew that now is the time to get this particular gift. All right. And I would not dare go get this item without him. Oh, so it's not a surprise. It's it's not a surprise, all no. Right. But uh, I told him that he has to get a new grill. Oh, all right. For the backyard. Yeah. And so we did manage to find one. Same brand. We had a Weber. Oh, yeah. And uh, this Weber is probably 20 years old. Mm-hmm. His parents, God rest their souls, bought it for us. Oh, okay. Before we even moved in the house. I mean, it literally went from our old house to our new house, right. which we've been in for... 18 years. Is this a propane? It's a propane. Yeah. Okay. It's a propane. I have a propane Weber. It's just a a small one. It's like one burner. That's it. No bells and whistles. Oh, okay. One, one, uh, one like area that the, the gas comes out or the flame and that's it. So that's all. This one has, uh, three burners. Oh, okay. A sear station. Wow. A side burner. Holy cow. And, it yells at you when it's getting too hot and your steaks are about to burn. That's right. How big is this thing? Is because it, it can it fit in your garage? Ah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's in the backyard for uh, sure. Okay. It's it's all right. It's yeah. it's nice one. So we're gonna go. Uh, we'll have to try it out sometime this week. What uh, is his go to? If he if he's gonna grill something, oh. what's his favorite thing to grill? You I know? think Scott. I I think it is hard to beat Scott's grilling masterpieces when it comes to a good New York strip. Oh, okay. He does a really yeah. good steak. Nice. He gets it all seasoned up really well ahead of time. He gets it on the grill. We like we go medium rare in our house right. for the most part. And uh but the problem is, you know, with the old Weber, he knew where the hot spots were mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And so he knew how to maneuver everything around so that way everything was well cooked. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to learn how to cook all together again on this new one. Yeah. Well, we'll that's see. Go, that's okay. You know what my go to has what always you, been? Boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Oh really? I love those. And then I have like a uh 
Hawaiian barbecue sauce that okay. you put on them and uh, grill those babies up. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I season them a little yeah. bit too before I put the. Uh, the thing is, you can't put the uh, barbecue sauce on too soon because it burns. It burns, so you got to kind of time it out towards the end. And then you slather it on and oh yeah. I like it. You know what is something we started doing a few years ago and it's become one of our favorites too? Less expensive, of course, than getting steaks for the whole family. Yeah. Grilling pork chops. Bone and pork chops. I like pork chops. On the grill are fabulous. Because Mm -hmm. pork chops, they can dry out if you cook them in the oven. Right. But if you grill them, they come out amazing. Totally agree. Yeah, Yeah. I like doing that. So there you go. Right. We'll have to uh, start thinking about our Memorial <laughs> Day say, yeah. uh, barbecuing, what we want to do for the weekend. We'll talk about it okay. maybe later in the week. We'll, we'll do that. So, all right. Well, congratulations on the new grill. <laughs> what do you have coming up today? Oh, uh, David. Well, more information is coming out about that I-5 crash that left seven dead. Heartbreaking. Yeah. All of these people that. were coworkers. And a black bear or bears in Portland's Forest Park about that what yeah we'll tell you about that in the news i don't think it's yogi all right we got a great show ahead for you on this monday morning here is brother isaiah and firelight we are david and brenda on the morning blend right here at mater day radio leading souls to jesus through the blessed virgin mary the heart can be a wilderness the heart can be a wilderness But there's a fire in this wilderness And it burns brighter than the deepest darkness Remember You bring hope to my wilderness In the quiet of my heart amidst the darkness You come in stillness when I am helpless And show me the loving of a lover who loves me in my brokenness I'm just a poor child, but I'm a father's son And in my weakness, I'm still your chosen one Yeah, yeah, such a mystery, but it's my destiny Cause I was made for glory, I was made for freedom Called to be light and to live in a kingdom I was made for glory made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. I was made for glory, I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. I was made for glory, I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. Yeah. Like a diamond, illumine my mind as you quietly remind me that all will be fine when that last trumpet blows and the curtains they close. New heavens, new earth, like a bride to behold. We'll come and meet a king while the angels sing. All creation join the chorus, let it ring, let it ring, sing. New sunshine, new daybreak, new world come. Our hearts remade, yeah. Our hearts remade, yeah. Cause I was made for glory. I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. I was made for glory, I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. I was made for glory, I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom. I was made for glory, I was made for freedom, called to be light and to live in a kingdom.
But there's a fire in this wilderness And it burns brighter than the deepest darkness That is Brother Isaiah and Firelight. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Brenda with you on this Monday morning as we start a new week. Hey, Tim Staples, he's coming to town. Dina Marie going to tell us more right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Father Eric Anderson, pastor of St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon. Please join me in praying a morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, in union with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer thee the precious blood of Jesus from all the altars throughout the world, joining with it the offering of my every thought, word, and action of this day. O Jesus, I desire today to gain every indulgence and merit that I can and offer them together with myself to Mary Immaculate, that she may best apply them in the interests of the most sacred heart. Precious blood of Jesus, save us. Sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdeiradio.com. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. Memorial Day weekend kicks off the summer travel season, and Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app is the perfect road trip companion. You're always a click away from renewing your spirit with live Liturgy of the Hours from Mount Angel Abbey and a customized schedule of your own daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also features a stream of Mater Dei Radio's live broadcasts and podcasts of all our original programming, including shows not available on the radio. Plus, you'll find cool summer activities for the whole family on the interactive community calendar that integrates directly into your car's mapping program. Join the thousands of listeners who'll be traveling through the summer with the Hail Mary Media app. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or go to materdayradio.com for all the details. Wherever you go this summer, spiritual renewal is just a click away on the Hail Mary Media app from Materday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 7.13 at Mater Day Radio. You know, I had to put on a sweatshirt yesterday. Did you a get little a little chilly? Chi- yeah. chilly. I was a little chilly yesterday, too. I, I had a little yeah. jacket on. Stepped outside. So, so it is going to be 
Only 67 today after all the warm weather we've had. I guess that's kind of, we're kind of average now, I guess. Partly sunny skies, increasing clouds tonight, low of 47. Then kind of the same tomorrow for Tuesday. Partly sunny, high of 68. Currently it is 55 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And on her feast day, it's 55 degrees at St. Rita's Church in Portland. Good morning. This is Dina Marie, and I'm excited to give you an update from our Lady of Peace retreat on a summertime experience. This will be the 50th anniversary of their Summer Institute in Catholic teaching. It's a combination of spiritual retreat and educational retreat. And with me today to talk about his part in presenting this year is Tim Staples. You hear him very often on Catholic Answers Live, Catholic author, apologist, and Catholic convert. Welcome, Tim Staples. It's great to have you joining us today. It is wonderful to be with you. I want to kick off, Tim, because as we're recording this, we are in the middle of the Easter season and Christ is risen. He is risen indeed in the Archdiocese of Portland alone. Over 700 people coming into the Catholic Church, baptized, confirms First Holy Communion. And I want to just ask you as an apologist, as one who's hearing about people seeking the truth, what's been going on? What are the questions as people are really into the season of Easter? Yeah, we we are just seeing a real hunger for truth, perhaps as we've never seen in the 30 years I've been uh, working as a professional apologist. I mean, people are flocking. We, <laughs> I remember when COVID hit, you know, everybody was panicking like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Our apostolate just went up, up, up. I guess it's because so many people were at home. For example, our, our Catholic Cancer School of Apologetics just went nuts. I think now we're in 36 different countries and and we have so many people. But at the heart of this, I think this is a time of chaos culturally. We see moral decline. We see evil. I mean, there is a worldwide, I believe, demonic oppression in the area of morals that we've never seen in the history of the world. And, you know, it it would be easy to look at that and go, oh, no, and and despair. But you and I know that when things are darkest, that's the time to look up because, you know, Jesus is Lord and Jesus is going to raise up men and women to deal with the situation. So I think that's what we're seeing right now. There's there's an incredible darkness. And in the midst of that darkness, people are hungry. You know, we have suicide increasing like crazy culturally. And this is because people are falling into despair. But when they see the light and that's what they're looking for. And I think that's I don't think I know this is what we represent as Catholics, the light of Jesus Christ that breaks through any darkness. And so I believe that's why we're seeing the hunger like we've never seen before. People converting left and right miraculous stories of conversion. So it's exciting. It is an exciting time. I'm talking with Tim Staples. He'll be one of the presenters at this year's Our Lady of Peace Retreat Summer Institute. It's their 50th Jubilee. And I think, you know, as we talk about uh, graces, 
Jubilee years, there are some special graces that come along with the sisters dedication over 50 years of evangelization and catechesis. And Tim, I wanted you to just talk a little bit because we hear you and all the apologists on Catholic Answers, particularly one of the most popular shows on our Catholic radio station. People come, they're hungry. But when we've got catechesis, we need formation. But we also have this sharing uh, of the good news. How do they work together in and helping people's hearts be open to receive the truth. Yeah, you know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that there is an organ, and actually this is quoting from the Second Vatican Council, Lumen Gentium, that there's an organic connection between the dogmas of our faith and our spiritual lives. And if our spiritual lives are open and welcoming to receive the dogmas, then we have a reciprocating relationship between the dogmas and our spiritual lives. And so the, the two really do go hand in hand. We need in this day and age, I think Pope Francis said it beautifully in Evangelii Gaudium, section 132. That was his first apostolic exhortation where he challenged the church. He said in this, this day of growing skepticism, we need a new and creative apologetics, right? And I love that. What do you mean by creative? It doesn't mean we create new doctrines, but what it's it's the way in which we present the, the doctrines. We have to reach people where they are, which is what you guys are doing so well there in Beaverton. Catholic media is doing a, a great job, both television and especially radio. We're growing by leaps and bounds because I think that's one way among many that we can reach people where they are. But I think most exciting to me is with all the Catholic media and new emphasis on apologetics, we're really seeing Catholics transformed in the pew. And I think that is the heart of the new evangelization that Pope St. John Paul the Great talked about. The new, what's new about the new evangelization? It's evangelizing Catholics in the pew. It's re-evangelizing parts of the world that were once Catholic and are now in darkness. And I think that's what we're seeing through Catholic media first and foremost, Catholics catching fire. And that's what I think uh, July <laughs> coming up here, I'm excited uh, about this, this retreat. I think that's what it is all about firing up Catholics in the pew, because when that happens, the world will be changed. Yeah, it's so true. Tim Staples is with us and he will be with us here at Our Lady of Peace retreat. The July event is July 10th through the 14th. Tim is going to be joining two of the sisters, the Dominican sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, uh, Mother... Mother Assumpta Long will be coming and one of their sisters, as well as a local priest, Father Theodore Lang, and then our auxiliary bishop, Peter Smith, will be coming along. So it's a powerful week. And then the focus, Tim, is be still and know that I am God. And if you look outside, it is anything but stillness. Uh, The chaos, as you mentioned, uh, we live in the Pacific Northwest. Well, even in California, you've got craziness going on. And yet, what do we know as Jesus? He's in the Eucharist. He is with us and present. And maybe reflect a little bit of hearing that theme, be still and know that I am God. How does that fuel us in our Catholic faith? Beautiful. Psalm 46, I believe, verse 10. I love that verse. But, you know, what immediately came to my mind is just about a week ago, my 14-year-old daughter, Rose, 
came to me and said, Dad, you've got to turn the news off. <laughs> you know, yes. because, you know, I, I was falling into the habit. And, you know, I do need to watch some news here and there just to, you know, keep up with with what's going on in the world. But I was watching way too much of it. And my daughter saw it and she said, Dad, you need to turn that off. And I said, you are so right. And I did. And so I've made a commitment to limit my watching of the news and to spend more time with the Lord and with my family. And and I think that's what we need, don't we? We need to prioritize what's most important in our lives. This is spiritual life 101, of course, but we all need it to focus on getting ourselves charged up in the Lord, understanding he is our source. We are going to do, Jesus said it in John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do absolutely nothing. But what happens when we get in him? John 14, 12, Jesus says, you will do greater things than even I did. Oh my goodness. What does that mean? How do you do greater than raise the dead? I, I think that greater there is not, uh, so much in, intensive, but extensive. That is, we are the body of Christ. We can reach the entire world. Jesus never went beyond about 200 miles of where he was born. But as members of the body of Christ, yes, we're called to raise the dead and do everything he did. And we have for 2000 years. But I think that's a, a real eye opener. It was an eye opener for me. What is my source? My source is Jesus Christ. If I am in him, I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me, St. Paul says in Philippians 4.13. But what happens when I'm apart from him? Absolutely nothing. And so be still and know that he is God means everything for us right now. We need to be still, know he is God, he is in charge, and there is nothing we can't handle that is between me and Jesus. Is between me and Jesus. And we need that relationship. I think that's so important, Tim, as you're talking about the people in the pews, we're the ones that need to be fired up because we have those everyday lives that are going to touch those that are at that brink of despair. And we need to be the ones fired up in the Holy Spirit as the apostles were. It's not any different. It's the same Holy Spirit that came down at Pentecost comes yeah. to change and transform our lives. Tim Staples is going to be with us during the week of July 10th through the 14th. I want to encourage people to get to Our Lady of Peace Retreat's website, olpretreat.org, to register for the event. And then Tim is going to be breaking apart uh, some pretty interesting topics. I love the one, what's the fuss all about Mary? Everybody <laughs> always has questions about Mary. Uh, why be Catholic and how Jimmy swaggered made you a Catholic. And uh, Tim, we're coming up to a break. So I want to I just have you unpack for us a little bit about what you hope to bring at the retreat coming up in July. Hold on the line. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back in the next half hour and continue our conversation. Great. And it is 724 right here at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend this Monday morning tonight. It is Living Stones with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and Ken Hellenius, a wonderful program. That is at 7.30 this evening. If you go to our website, click on the programming page, you can print yourself out. A full programming schedule gives all the details of all of our programs throughout the week, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's Mater Day Radio's programming schedule. It's on our website at materdayradio.com. 
The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Hi everyone, this is David from Mater Day Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Mater Day Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. morning may have broken, but don't fret. David and Brenda can fix it. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. It is 727 at Mater Day Radio and a warning for Forest Park hikers. We'll have that for you in the news. And does taking a little afternoon nap feel a little guilty for you? Maybe self-indulgent don't feel bad? God took a rest, too. I'll talk to you a little bit more about afternoon siestas coming up in news. Here is Cooper Ray and sing Alleluia. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. your name for your faithfulness your love your mercy your righteousness you are welcome in this place we honor you we give you
just in all your ways for all your words we give you thanks our hearts our souls we give to you make us whole lord make us new Cooper Ray and sing Alleluia. It's 730 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news this hour, the Vatican announced Monday that Pope Francis will travel to Lisbon, Portugal for World Youth Day this August with a visit to the Shrine of Our Lady of Fatima. Pope Francis is set to participate in World Youth Day from August 2nd to the 6th and is scheduled to visit Fatima on August 5th. Now, the Lisbon trip will mark the Pope's fourth World Youth Day after taking part in the international Catholic gatherings in Panama, Poland, and Brazil. Now, Lisbon, the capital of the largest city in Portugal, is about 75 miles from Fatima, one of the most visited Marian pilgrimage sites in the world, where the Virgin Mary appeared to three shepherd children in 1917. Now, the theme of Lisbon's World Youth Day, which will take place August 1st to the 6th, is Mary arose and went with haste. It will be a packed grounds at mm-hmm. Fatima, I think, on August 5th. And I looked this up, David. It's Fatima is one of the most visited Marian shrines, but not the number one visited shrine. Any guesses as to which one that might be? In Portugal or just no, in anywhere the world. in the world? Uh, Lourdes? Uh, Lourdes would be another one of the most, but yeah. not the number one. Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. In Mexico, Mexico City. Mexico City, yeah. okay. There, So uh, it'll be a wonderful trip. And again, we talked, uh, we're going to have our friend Bernadette, who was an intern with us at Mater Day Radio last year. She will be traveling with a group to Lisbon, going to be giving us updates throughout her nice. trip as to uh, what's going on on the ground there. How far is Lisbon to Nazare? Uh, it's, oh, long, David. Too far? Hour. Maybe oh, hour, that's and, oh, hour wow. and 20 minutes. Nice. All right. Yeah, you're, you'd go there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hey, keep your eyes open if you are trekking through Portland's expanse of 5,200-acre Forest Park. A black bear or bears have been spotted there over the past several days. Visitors to the park late last week reported seeing a black bear at three locations near Northwest 53rd Avenue along the area of Upper Salsman and Fire Lane 5. 
along Leif Erikson Trail, a wide gravel path that's especially popular with walkers, runners, and cyclists. Not clear if it's the same bear or different bears that have been spotted. Now, while bears in Forest Park are not unheard of, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife says it is unique to have this many sightings over a short period of time. Now, city officials have posted warning signs around the 80 miles of hiking trails through the park. They advise people who encounter bears not to run, to avoid eye contact and make themselves look larger and make a lot of noise. Uh, okay. Uh, give me my bearings here. Forest Park. Isn't this just, isn't that Forest Park right there around the zoo? Yeah. Oh, well, it's huge. I mean, yeah. like when we were up at uh, University of Portland, it's right there. I mean, it's it's a big okay. park. 5,200 acres. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I yeah. will be aware. I'll watch it. Yes. If I'm be out. aware of bears. Okay. Uh, Well, sad news more to report from that deadly crash last week. The victims of one of Oregon's deadliest highway crashes were farm workers traveling in a van. Authorities have not yet released the names of the seven who died or the four who were injured when a semi-truck ran off Interstate 5 on Thursday and slammed into the van as it was parked on the roadside near Albany in an agricultural area of the Willamette Valley. But the union, the Woodburn-based PCUN, said in a statement late Friday that 11 people in the vehicle were farm workers and it had been in contact with some of their families to support them. It also offered condolences to those affected by the tragedy. The Mexican consulate in Portland traveled to a hospital in Salem, the state capital, to offer assistance to the injured who had been taken there for urgent medical attention. Now, the driver of the truck that hit their van, Lincoln Smith, 52 years old, of North Highlands, California, was arrested Friday on suspicion of manslaughter, driving under the influence of intoxicants, reckless driving, and assault, police said. He is being held without bail in Marion County Jail. Now, the DA said witnesses reported the truck had been weaving on and off the road as it traveled in the northbound lanes Thursday afternoon before it plowed into the van Without breaking, according to the Statesman Journal, it's just so mm, tragic. Yeah. In fact, they were able to take a statement from uh, the husband of one of the victims just in tears. He said, I have a one-year-old. Now what are we going to do? Oh, boy, very sad. University of Portland has hired its top academic officer, Dr. David C. Mengel, will become the university's next provost who will lead all matters involving faculty and curriculum. Dr. Mengel moved to the Pacific Northwest from Xavier University in Cincinnati, Ohio, where he served as the Dean of the College of Arts and Sciences since 2016. His appointment concludes a national search process that attracted an exceptionally talented and diverse array of candidates, according to UP President Dr. Robert Kelly. Among Dr. Mengel's achievements leading Xavier's largest academic unit, he developed new curriculum and co-curriculum academic programs and co-chaired an institution-wide initiative to improve first-year retention. Dr. Mengel will begin his tenure at UP as provost and professor of history on July 1st. Well, a major glow-up is underway for Portland's oldest food cart pod, The company Expensify announced Thursday that it plans to reinvent the food cart space at Southwest 5th Avenue and Harvey Milk Street in downtown Portland. Now, this pod is the city's oldest, but the current location is just a little more than a row of carts along the perimeter of a half-block parking lot 
that's still used by cars. Now, the upgraded pod will utilize the entire parking lot space, according to illustrations, and was seating with over 300 people, a music stage, David, bathrooms, and a central bar cart, Mm. heating and security on site. It's also going to have a new name called Midtown Beer Garden. The food pod has been through a lot in the past decade, from vandalism to fire, among other things. Late August, a fuel gas explosion went off at the food cart pod, shattering roughly 300 windows, damaging businesses. Now, Expensify collaborated with Chef Stable, Portland Restaurant Investment Company, to obtain the permits, the draft, the architect plans, and secure the general contractor. The upgraded pod will also include electrical, water, natural gas, and direct-to-sewer hookups for each cart. Wow. So looking at the mock-up now, the way they have it with the seating in the middle, they have room for more than 20 carts around this pod. It looks like they're even going to put a clear cover over it, so that way well, you can enjoy the space, rain or shine. Oh, that's awesome. That'd be a nice place yeah, to go. No doubt. You know, Portland's famous for our food yeah. carts. I know where that location is, too. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a great upgrade there for sure. In sports, the conference finals and the NBA playoffs have pretty much turned into a rout at this point. In the East, the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics 128-102 to yesterday to take a 3 to nothing lead in that series. The Heat can clinch it when the two teams meet tomorrow in Miami. Speaking of 3 to nothing leads, that's the advantage Denver has on the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference. Two teams square off tonight in L.A. The Nuggets can clinch with a victory. In soccer, no problem for the Portland Thorns as they route the Chicago Red Stars 4-0 at Providence Park yesterday when snaps a three-match winless streak for the Thorns. Well, taking a nap can be crucial for our well-being, whether it's to escape the stresses of everyday life or catch up on a little much-needed sleep. There's something quite wonderful about having a little power nap in yeah, the afternoon. I like it. However, taking some time off to snooze can feel us leave us feeling just a little guilty. After all, laundry won't get cleaned by itself, and there's always work, email, bills, things to do. But Cherith Gardner at Alatea says it's time to embrace the nap for the wonders it can do for the rest of your day. And actually, we should learn from our Heavenly Father himself, who took time off to rest. And in Genesis, it says, on the seventh day, God completed the work he had been doing. He rested on the seventh day and from all the work he had undertaken. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work he had done on creation. So if you think about it, God took a whole day off during creation of seven days. You could ask how many of us really need to unplug completely from a day each week. Well, After all, just checking your work messages might only take a few minutes or two, but by not switching off, we're not actually giving ourselves truly time to rest and appreciate what we have. So, yeah, take a little nap in the afternoon. Sounds good to me. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, beginning on Friday at 2.30 is the Two Become One retreat at Mount Angel Abbey Guest House. This is for engaged and married couples. 
This Retreat Weekend Retreat will offer opportunities to focus on learning how to respond to God's call to marital holiness. This weekend also qualifies for marriage preparation for the Archdiocese of Portland. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And Dina Marie continues her interview with Tim Staples, who's coming to town. It's right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Father Thomas Nathy, the pastor of Holy Redeemer Parish in Vancouver, Washington. Let us pray the prayer for peace by St. Therese of Lisieux. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, eternal priest, keep your priests within the shelter of your sacred heart, where none may touch them. Keep unstained their anointed hands, which daily touch your sacred body. Keep unsullied their lips, daily purpled with your precious blood. Keep pure and unearthly their hearts, sealed with the sublime mark of the priesthood. Let your holy love surround them and shield them from the world's contagion. Bless their labors with abundant fruit, and may the souls to whom they minister be their joy and consolation here and in heaven their beautiful and everlasting crown. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.43 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, those cooling temperatures we felt yesterday going to continue today and tomorrow. So thick marine layer of clouds going to fill the sky today and temperatures staying in the upper 60s this afternoon. Quite a change from yeah. that warm weather we got. Well, overnight, we're cooling down to the upper 40s. And Tuesday looks a whole lot like today. But we begin to warm again on Wednesdays back to the 70s and into the 80s by the end of the week. All right, 52 degrees at O'Hara Catholic School in Eugene. And it is 53 degrees at St. Henry's Catholic Church in Gresham. This is Dina Marie, and I'm back with Tim Staples, and we are excited to have Tim join a team of presenters for our Lady of Peace Retreat's 50th anniversary of their Summer Institute, July 10th through the 14th. But Tim, I want us to get engaged in our mind and our heart. You know, we talk about really learning. Well, the Holy Spirit, it informs our mind. Our heart burns for the Lord. How do these two work together, the mind and the heart, so that we're not fearful? So that we do know and can be confident in having a conversation with our brother-in-law, our coworker, uh, even the person in the pew that we're having a disagreement about. Yeah, fear has been the word that has really been coming to my heart. And you're going to hear a lot of that, not fear, 
but how we overcome fear uh, in my presentations in, in July. But I think fear, you know, St. Paul says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I think Catholics are, it's, it's a tragedy, but it's true. There are so many Catholics that are fearful today of sharing their faith. And, you know, you have to say, you, you sympathize because we have a culture that hates us. I mean, it's growingly antithetical against Christianity and in particular, our Catholic faith. And so there's a fear out there. Folks are afraid to say a prayer before meals. You know, they're afraid to say anything. They might lose their jobs or who knows what. So there is a spirit of fear. Well, that doesn't come from God. I believe that at least part, not all of the source of this comes as a result of a lack of knowledge in the lives of Catholics. They simply do not know their faith well enough. Therefore, they're not confident. And given all the other factors, it's so easy just to be silent. But you know what? I'm Catholic because a young Catholic Marine about 35 years ago, I can't believe it's a 36 years ago. I can't believe it was that long ago. He stood up for his Catholic faith when I was in the Marine Corps and I went after him. He gave me reasons to believe, challenged me, and that started me on that two-year trek to the Catholic faith. So I believe we have to understand that we have an obligation as Catholics. In fact, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us in section 900 that we have both a right and an obligation to evangelize, either individually or grouped together in associations. We have a right in other words, you don't have to call your bishop and say, hey, can I evangelize my neighbor? You don't need that. Why? Because you're commissioned by Jesus Christ through your baptism to evangelize your neighbor. But how? So here's the question. How do we deal with that fear? Well, one very powerful and effective way is to learn your Catholic faith. Learn who you are in Christ, as we've been talking about. It's only in Jesus Christ that we can do anything of eternal value. Apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus says. In him, we can do everything, right? St. Paul, he, he says it beautifully in Ephesians 2. He says, apart from Christ, you're, you're under the, the condemnation of, of God. But in Christ, I can do all things. Literally, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me in Philippians 4.13. And so here is the key. St. Paul said it in Romans chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. I know I quote a lot of verses of scripture, but hang with me, folks, right? St. Paul says, as much as it is in me, I am prepared to preach the gospel to those who are at Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for all those who believe. Notice, as much as it is in him, when you get the word of God, in your heart, and you are dwelling in the Lord. You are you know, experiencing Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God, and that God is dwelling in you, and you have the knowledge of your faith, as Daniel 1132 says, they that do know their God shall be strong and do mighty exploits. There is no end to what you will accomplish for the kingdom of God. You know, again, back to St. Paul, as much as it is in him, right, then he's not ashamed. But what happens when it's not in you and you don't know, you're not confident, you're ashamed, 
you're fearful, you don't share the faith. My friends, I really believe that coming up here July 10th through, what is it, the 13th, uh, this is going to be a time to refire, to get fired up for your faith. I believe by the end of this, you're going to be walking two feet off the ground, ready to engage the culture. And really, that's what we need today, because the only answer to what ails every human being that's walking about here in this this time of incredible darkness where people are confused, they don't know what it is to be a human being anymore, a human being in relation to God anymore. There is confusion, suicide, you name it, it's happening. The answer is found in the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ that we alone possess as Catholics. It is time for us to throw off the fear, dive into faith, be bold and confident, and go out and share this gospel that we possess because we can and we will change this nation in one generation if Catholics stand up and act like Catholics. Absolutely. Tim Staples, senior apologist at Catholic Answers, is with us. He'll be joining the team and the Franciscan Missionary Sisters at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. And for 50 years, the sisters, this is their desire in the Franciscan spirit to bring catechesis, to bring evangelization. But then when you come at a retreat house, you have daily mass, you have adoration in a holy hour, you have morning prayer with a community. Tim, I think what's so important, and I think that's why Catholic Answers is such a gift, it builds community. And and the sisters have wanted for the 50 years that they've been serving in retreat ministry to build community. They know how important it is to build a knowledge of the faith, a love of the faith. So you just become that faith wherever you are in your vocation. And I just want to have you maybe touch a bit about having that retreat experience, because there's something about I'm eating meals with my community. I've got daily mass. I've got access to a spiritual director. I can go to confession and I can learn some of the tenets of my faith. Everyone needs a retreat. In fact, my wife is going on a silent retreat this weekend. So I'm going to be uh, holding down the fort and wrestling with seven kids while she's gone for the weekend. But that's something that we're committed to. We know that we each need that silent retreat once a year where you get away, you be still and know that he is God and you get refired because, again, you know, Jesus is our source and we have to connect with him. But I love what you said about community because, you know, I was raised in a Southern Baptist tradition of me and Jesus, which, you know, fine, of course, we have to have our relationship individually with Jesus Christ. But but I think we really failed to see the connection to the body of Christ. And of course, you and I know that extends beyond the veil as well, because we have our members of the body of Christ, the church suffering, as well as the church triumphant, that are just as connected to us as you and I are right now. Why? Because we're all members of a body. I mean, the me and Jesus theology just doesn't make sense when you consider the fact we come to Christ, we're incorporated into a body. You know, we used to say, I don't need no Pope in Rome with a white hat. I don't need anybody or anything. All I need is, is Jesus. And there's some truth there, but it's missing something profound. In fact, in my book, uh, Behold Your Mother, which is a biblical and historical defense of the Marian doctrines, I titled it Behold Your Mother because think about it. Here, and we'll talk about this at the conference as well, you have John the Apostle at the foot of the cross, and he's looking up 
at his salvation, Jesus Christ, right? In my Baptist upbringing, I'd say, John, that's all you need is Jesus right there. But what does Jesus say? He says, behold your mother. <laughs> right? He, he must not have been to a Billy Graham crusade because he needs, what do you mean, behold my mother? I'm looking at you and you're all I need. No, Jesus says you need more than just me because I've established you as a body. Would a finger say, oh, I don't need the rest of the the body. I'm going to jump off of this hand and I'll do my own thing. No, that finger will die. In fact, immediately if it's not connected to the body. So the body needs the other members of the body and for salvation. That was a revolution as well as a revelation for me in my odyssey to the Catholic faith when I learned how important it is because Jesus designed it this way. You know, can the head say to the foot, I have no need of thee? Can the eye say to the hand, I have no need of thee? It's a rhetorical question, St. Paul asks, because the question is, yes, we have need. <laughs> we have need of each other for strength. Jesus said it in Matthew 18, 19, where two or three are gathered together in my name. There am I in the midst of them. There is a special strength and power when we get together. But when we get together around the, the holy sacrifice of the mass, praying the divine office, praying together. Oh, my goodness. We literally light up the world. What a beautiful thing we have in our Catholic faith, because really you have the perfect balance between, yes, the importance of the individual relationship with Jesus, but that understands that I need the fingers and hands and legs and, and, and every part of the body if I'm going to be a healthy Christian that's able to endure in a world, again, that hates us. Yeah. Such joy and such encouragement. And that's what the sisters really want for you. The Franciscan Missionary Sisters bring Tim Staples out as well as Father Theodore Lang, the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. It's going to be a wonderful week of prayer, of evangelization, of sharing stories and uplifting. Thank you so much, Tim Staples. Have a blessed day. We'll look forward to seeing you in July. Amen. Can't wait. And it is 7.54 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, that is shaping up to be such a wonderful event coming up again in July. You know, so many things going on in our community, and they all are announced in one big place, and that is the community calendar right here at Mater Day Radio. There are events happening this week, next week, next month all the way through the summer, like the one you just heard about at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. If you have a special event coming up, well, please let Mater Day Radio know. We'll get it on the calendar, and we know that so many people will have access to seeing all of the details. More information at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. 
As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. 757 at Mater Day Radio. Target recalling millions of candles. We'll have that story for you in the news. And the Clark County Fair is just around the corner. I'm going to tell you how to score some free tickets to get in. That coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Ethan with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. Sometimes life takes a turn for the worse and there's just nothing you can do about it. If you're feeling overwhelmed by terrible things happening in your life, you might want to say a prayer to St. Rita of Cassia, who is appropriately known as the patroness of impossible causes. Rita, or Margarita, was born in central Italy in the year 1381 to a noble, wealthy family. As a child, she was unusually pious and from a young age intended to enter a convent. However, her mother and father had other plans. They wanted her to get married. Out of obedience to her parents, Rita set aside her hopes of becoming a nun and married a wealthy noble they had chosen for her. Their choice proved, to put it lightly, completely awful. Rita's husband was short-tempered, abusive, and disloyal. He became not just a continuous source of misery for his wife, but a terror to the neighbors as well. Rita bore two sons and spent years trying to improve her husband's behavior. Despite his abuses, she remained loyal to him, and her greatest desire was to see him turn away from sin. Through unending prayer and unfailing patience, she finally managed to reach him. One day, he broke down and begged forgiveness for all the pain he had put her through. However, not everyone was willing to forget past wrongdoings. Soon after this change of heart, Rita's husband was killed by a man he had once feuded with. Her two sons, who had grown up as ill-tempered as their father, swore that they would avenge him. Rita was heartbroken that she would have to see her children go the same way as their father. She prayed desperately that they wouldn't become part of a cycle of revenge that she would rather they die than be stained by mortal sin. It seemed her prayers were heard. Before they could commit any acts of violence, her sons became horribly sick. Rita cared for them as well as she could, but they both passed away within a year. Her family gone, there was nothing left for Rita to do but embrace the childhood dream she had shelved long ago. She applied to become an Augustinian nun of the monastery of St. Mary Magdalene. The sisters recognized Rita's impeccable character, but there was still some problems. She was not a virgin, and the strife her husband had caused the community was not forgotten. It would take time, but eventually, and after many prayers for the intercession of the saints, Rita was allowed to enter the convent. There, she would remain, dedicating herself wholeheartedly to a life of prayer. Her closeness with Jesus even manifested in a miracle. While praying before the cross, Rita received a wound on her head that resembled the wounds caused by the crown of thorns. This wound stayed with Rita for the rest of her life. Following her death in 1457, her body was moved several times, each time showing no signs of decay, including her bleeding forehead wound. After the third time, she was declared incorruptible. When our lives seem like one struggle after another, we need only remember that our lives are not in our hands. It took 18 years for Rita's husband to change, and with the greatest patience, she waited for God's plan to be carried out. Saint Rita of Cassia, pray for us. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. 
Awaken the Saint. For more information about the Saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, download today our free Hail Mary media app. You can find all the details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news this morning, if Portland seems a little less crowded, well, you're right. Now, while probably not that noticeable, the Rose City did lose 2.8% of its population from July 2020 to July 2022, according to the latest estimate from the U.S. Census Bureau. That was the sixth steepest percentage drop among the nation's 50 most populous cities, according to the census data. San Francisco, which lost 7.1% of its population, saw the sharpest drop during that time frame. By the numbers, Portland lost more than 18,200 residents in the two years leading up to July 2022. New York City, the largest city still in the U.S., was the top after losing over 404,000 residents. Now, despite the loss in numbers, New York City remains the largest city in America, and Portland still ranks 26th. city that had the largest gain in residents over the two-year span, any guess? All the cities out there. All these are large cities. cities. I will go with um, Austin, Texas. That's a really good guess. Isn't, but it's, it's not right. It's not correct, but you're <laughs> close. Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I kind of had a feeling. Yeah. You know what other city I believe is growing quite a bit? I know Just what go you're going to say. North of the river to Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. That population actually is growing and lots of apartments and houses that I can see going mm-hmm. up around the area to accommodate for sure. Well, one week after meeting with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, Pope Francis urged that we must not get used to war as he prayed for peace in Ukraine and Sudan. In his Regina Chaley address on Sunday, the Pope entreated people to continue to stand by the battered people of Ukraine more than one year after Russia's invasion. Now, the day prior, Pope Francis entrusted Italian Cardinal Matteo Zuppi with a peace mission on behalf of the Vatican to try to help end the war in Ukraine. Pope Francis also prayed for peace in Sudan, where fighting between the country's military and a coalition of paramilitary forces has killed hundreds and displaced nearly one million people. And in his brief spiritual meditation, Pope Francis spoke about the power of intercessory prayer with a reminder that Jesus himself in heaven interceding on our behalf before the Father. And at the end of the Regina Chaley address, Pope Francis marked World Communications Day by thanking journalists and encouraging them to always work in the service of truth and the common good. Well, Target is recalling almost 5 million candles over lacerations and burn hazards, according to a recent notice from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. The recall impacts some 4.9 million threshold branded glass jar candles sold in multiple sizes and various scents, including cinnamon, water, mint, eucalyptus, among others. According to the product safety notice, Target received 137 reports of the threshold candle jars, breaking or cracking during use. Six injuries, which included lacerations and severe burns, were reported. Consumers with the recalled threshold products should immediately stop using them, according to the notice. Candles can be returned to any Target store or by mail for a full refund. Details on the size, scent, and item numbers of the candles are listed on Target's recall page.
An institution has been formed in Rome to study alleged Marian apparitions and other supernatural phenomena in the Catholic Church. The International Observatory on Marian Apparitions and Mystical Phenomenon was established in April and is part of the Pontifical International Marian Academy. Now, the objective of the observatory is to research alleged Marian apparitions and other phenomena such as the apparent crying or bleeding of Marian statues and images whose authenticity have not yet been declared by the competent authority. Sister Daniela Del Guardio, a Franciscan sister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, is the director of the observatory. She said in a press conference earlier this month that the task of the observatory is not to judge or intervene in alleged apparitions or phenomenon, but to study how these events take place and to give information and support to the bishops of the various dioceses who need to conduct investigations in the field. In sports at the PGA Championships at Oak Hills in New York, Brooks Kepka with the two-shot win over Victor Hovland. It's Kepka's fifth major title. And one of the major tennis tournament gets underway this week, but the French Open will be without its biggest star. It's what? a bummer. Rafael Nadal has withdrawn from the event as he tries to recover from a lingering hip injury suffered during the Australian Open back in January. Nadal has won an incredible 14 singles titles at the French, far more than any other player. Nadal says 2024 may be the last year he plays tournament tennis. He turns 37 on June 3rd. And, of course, his longtime rival and buddy, Roger Federer, retired last year. So, two of the goats. Okay, so David, who are the up-and-comings then that are are poised to take those Uh, positions? Well, you know, you still have Novak Djokovic who is playing. And, of course, uh, Djokovic is only one win shy, one major win shy of uh, tying Nadal as the most. Or he is tied, I believe, now. So he may surpass him as the most wins. Yeah, you have a lot of young players up and coming. Medvedev still okay. uh, he's doing he's doing well. Sissipas from Greece, he's a, he's a up and coming player. Yeah, a lot of younger guys, but nobody has, you know, really dominated. Okay. Yet. Alcaraz from Spain, another Spaniard like wow. Nadal. All so, right. I don't know if any of these guys will take that step to really become the Federers, the Nadals, the Djokovic's, and sure. still got to knock Djokovic off. It's going to be one of these major tournaments that come up, and then out of the blue, somebody's just going to take the take the yeah. win yeah. and then just skyrocket from right. there. That'll so, be fun yeah. to see. So Alcaraz and Medvedev, they've both won pretty regularly of late, so we'll see how the French goes. Well, as part of Fred Meyer's effort aimed at ending hunger and the communities it serves, the grocer made the decision to create a new partnership with the Clark County Fair. So in lieu of the pancake breakfast, Fred Meyer will be presenting a check donation of $10,000 to Clark County Food Bank on opening day of the Clark County Fair, August 4th, 9.30 a.m. Now, the grocer is also sponsoring the opening day admission at the fair, so free admission coupons are required and will be available at select locations of Fred Myers uh, for the opening day only. So the coupons for free admission, August 4th only, and they will be available from July 5th until the 3rd while supplies last. So get your free tickets. Hey.
And today we celebrate St. Rita of Cassia, who was a humble and holy woman who lived in the 15th century. Both during life and after death, St. Rita was a powerful intercessor, always praying for those in need. Now, after dying from tuberculosis, Rita was almost immediately connected to multiple miracles. Now, according to author Bert Gezi, three days later, Domenico Angeli, a notary of Cassia, recorded 11 miracles after the saint's death. Now, there are three real important ones, though, that are especially known for impossible causes. So the first miracle contents, uh, consists of a scent emanating from the saint's body after her death. Beautiful, pleasing, and floral, they said. The other miracle happened to Elizabeth Bergamanini, a young girl in danger of losing her sight from smallpox. Her parents prayed to St. Rita and her sight immediately restored. And then the third miracle happened to Cosimo Pellegrini, who suffered excruciating abdominal pains. In fact, one day returning from mass, the pain became so great that the doctors who were seeing him ordered him to receive the last rites. Mm. They said, there's nothing we can do to help him. Suddenly, he said, he saw St. Rita standing in the room greeting him and was cured and even restored the strength of a young man, even though he was elderly. They said his strength returned and he could do things that only young men were still able to do. So for those impossible causes... Well, we remember to also pray to St. Rita. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And coming up this Friday at 630, it is Catholic Social Teaching on tap in Tigard at the Tigard Tap House. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Well, join for socializing and conversations about social justice through the lens of our social Catholic teaching. They ask you to please RSVP. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And we touch base with Solidarity Health Share right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Good morning. Please join me, Father Martin King, pastor of St. Thomas More Catholic School and Parish in this morning prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, enlighten my mind with truth, inflame my heart with love, inspire my will with courage, enrich my life with service, pardon what I have been, sanctify what I am. Order what I shall be, and thine shall be the glory, and mine eternal salvation. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. 
Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. May is the month of Mary. Celebrate our Blessed Mother by praying more with Mater Day Radio. Our powerful prayer team is waiting to hear from you so they can unite your intentions to Our Lady. Go now to the prayer page at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app or call our prayer hotline directly. 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or tap the Hail Mary Media app and materdayradio.com. Let us pray for you. Throughout the month of May, Matraday Radio also honors our Blessed Mother with a series of insightful Marian reflections, her sacred mysteries that take us directly to Christ in the Holy Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and Matraday Radio's three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass. May is the month of Mary, and it's a special time for more prayer at Matraday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 814 at Mater Day Radio. Yeah, those marine clouds hanging with us today. May see a little sunshine this afternoon. Going to be cooler, though. High of 67. Increasing clouds overnight tonight. Low of 47. And then for Tuesday, kind of the same. Maybe a little sunshine. High of 68. Well, currently it is 52 degrees at St. Mary's Catholic Church up in Castle Rock. And 54 degrees at Queen of Peace Church in Salem. Well, seven months into the nationwide shortage of Adderall. Pharmacists are still having to turn people with attention deficit hyperactivity order or ADHD away as pharmacists really kind of struggle to keep medications in stock. Now, Adderall was approved in 1998 and has become the most commonly prescribed treatment for ADHD. Well, joining me this morning to tell us more is Chris Faddis, president and co-founder of Solidarity HealthShare. Solidarity is an affordable alternative to traditional health insurance that is faithful to the moral teachings of the Catholic Church. Good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us again. Hey, thanks for having me, Brenda. Well, this is very interesting news and can be real troubling for those who suffer with ADHD. Kind of tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, the, the, the CDC, uh, you know, according to the CDC, first of all, approximately 6 million children ages 3 to 17 have, you know, ADHD, and not all of them need Adderall, obviously, but uh, many do, and so, so do many adults. And so it's estimated that, uh, you know, 4% of adults, American adults, have ADHD. Uh, and, and ultimately, in, in this last fall, the FDA, you know, kind of acknowledged that there was indeed a shortage, which I think people had been experiencing for some time. And the supply problem essentially means people are forced to turn to other medications or other, other treatments. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's a real kind of issue right now with people struggling. We've had a, an increase in need for Adderall. Now, obviously, Adderall is also, uh, as many of us know, a, a, an issue with substance abuse. And so there's been some issues around, you know, abuse of the drug, which I think mm. is part of what led to some of the initial restrictions, um, you know, uh, around the medication. Uh, but essentially... Um, you know, Adderall being short is, is a big problem for a lot of people, and, and it's, uh, it's something that we're, it doesn't seem the FDA has really come up with a solution for. Wow. Now, is this something that is unique to this prescription for Adderall, or are there other medications that are, we're finding are also in short supply? No, I mean, in fact, the, the number of, of 
drugs that, that in, are in short supply rose by 30% last year, right? So, so we've got, you know, other drugs like even children's flu medication. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of drugs that have, have increased the shortages uh, since t- between 21 and 22. Um, and that's having devastating consequences and causing just a lot of inconvenience uh, for parents and, and, you know, families, of course, especially around things like common medications like flu medication. Um, you know, and we had struggled to, to overcome some supply shortfalls before the COVID pandemic, but it really seems like, you know, the more and more uh, issues have, have arisen since. In fact, more than 15 critical care drugs, such as common antibiotics, injectable sedatives, have remained in short, short supply for over a decade. Uh, wow. and, and that problem has only exacerbated in the last couple of years. Well, Chris, you had mentioned just a moment ago that substance abuse could be one of the causes leading to the shortage of Adderall. What's the reason for all the other medications that there seems to be this shortage? I mean, even just recently, uh, it seemed like a cold flew through our own household. Just going to the uh, store to get over-the-counter things. Boy, even just common cold medications were just not on the shelves. Kind of what's the, what's the cause? Yeah, well, definitely... Chiefly, it seems the reliance on foreign manufacturers is one of the big issues, and this is something that was was you know highly exposed for us during COVID, right? When as as supply chains stop and as we had to shut down you know country to country commerce and things, uh, we started to see how reliant we are on foreign manufacturers for critical things like our medications. Nearly 80% of manufacturing facilities that produce active pharmaceutical ingredients are located outside of the U.S. and and the majority of those in China and India. Um, in fact, the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security says that it is also creating an unacceptable national security risk to have so many of our medications uh, that you know, we're relying on foreign suppliers for. And, and the Senate Committee found that 90 to 95% of injectable drugs used for critical acute care uh, rely on key substances from China and India. So severe breakdown in supply chain could leave emergency rooms scrambling, and, you know, and it's, it's obviously caused issues uh, to date as well. Well, Chris, you know, Solidarity Health Share is, uh, you know, not the only health sharing ministry out there, but you are the first to be able to offer a comprehensive sharing program with prescription medications. How exciting. Tell our listeners about it. Yeah, you know, we, we were able to, uh, at the end of 2021, begin to share directly into prescriptions using a, you know, a pharmacy card and uh, not just discounts, which, you know, previously most health shares including Solidarity, had just a discount, you know, savings on prescriptions. But now our members share directly into each other's prescription costs at the counter. And so it's a great program. We focus on generic medications uh, that, are, that are shareable. There's a graduated co-share amount. So, you know, depending on the cost of the medication, you may pay a $5, $10, you know, whatever the co-share might be. Uh, and sometimes you pay nothing out of pocket. And then uh, that, that medication, you know, you get the medication at the counter, the pharmacist, you know, the, the bills come directly to us electronically, and they're all shared electronically. And so it's been a great program to help members, especially with some of those critical care type things. You know, um, in my own family, we have, a, you know, we have a, an asthmatic in our family, so mm. we're often needing, you know, inhalers and all those solutions. And then you've got sometimes you need antibiotics and all these things. And so the program has been a really great thing. And one thing I will share, you know, as we're talking about a prescription shortage that I think is important, is one thing that's really increased over the last several years is doctors are starting to do more prescribing of compound medications, which is when they use a pharmacist who actually compounds custom compounds of medication in their pharmacy. And one of the benefits of the Solidarity uh, program with with prescriptions is 
we do share into compounded medications. So for a lot of our Catholic listeners who are working with a NAPRO provider, they might be on high doses of progesterone for their fertility or different things, you know, and knowing that you can get that bioidentical hormone from a compounding pharmacist is very important. We do require a pre-authorization, but that's a simple process that happens very quickly with the pharmacist. Uh, and so that's an exciting thing that we're able to not only share into the everyday prescriptions, but also those specialized uh, compounding medications that we sometimes need. Oh, well, that is incredible. Chris Faddish joining us today. Chris is the president and co-founder of Solidarity HealthShare. Well, Chris, you know, we, we all want to do our part to maintain a healthy lifestyle. We eat well, we exercise right. When we have an issue, we, we go to the doctor, we take the prescribed medication. But recently, Pathios published a blog that talked about the effects of prayer on the body and the mind. So tell our listeners a little bit about how Solidarity also works to support well, the prayer life of their members. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, there, there's a uh, interesting study here that they did in COVID pandemic. Prayer took the forefront of hope and healing in the U.S. And, you know, a Pew Research Center found that 55% of Americans prayed for the pandemic to end. 42% of Americans who believe in God said their prayers are heard. Uh, you know, it kind of goes on and on. And, and we know, you know, prayer meditation um, are, are important. Uh, you know, some people talk about meditation in our secular culture, but essentially, you know, meditation is just a form of prayer, right? And we as, as uh, Christians, as Catholics, of course, um, we have quite the, the compendium of prayer <laughs> of oh. experience, right, and how important that mm-hmm. is. You know, and scientists have, have explored for years the, the effects of prayer on the body's ability to manage stress, depression, anxiety, you know, and, and perception has been that science and religion are opposite, but ultimately science is showing that that prayer is helpful, and, and it actually is helpful in those things. So ultimately, you know, for solidarity, we are, uh, of course, encourage our members to pray at all times, but especially in times of stress or physical distress. And we see it all day long with our members uh, who are suffering from illness especially and tend, tend to be the ones who pray the most, right, <laughs> because mm-hmm. they're going through that. Sure. Uh, and I think it's an important thing to remember. Oh, uh, so important to remember. And yes, it's wonderful just for, for solidarity to know that, you know, you know, they are supporting their members every way they can. Chris, tell our listeners where they can find out more information. You yeah, know, we've got up. a great team of great team of folks for people to call at 844-989-1335, 844-989-1335. Talk to Dylan, talk to Chris, talk to Drew. Uh, and find out more about Solidarity and how it might be a fit for your family, or visit us at solidarityhealthshare.org. Oh, fantastic. Well, Chris, thank you so much again. It is wonderful to be able to talk with you, as always. That is Chris Faddis. He is with Solidarity HealthShare. Now, I will be sure to add the links to the phone number and also the webpage where you can get right to Solidarity. You're going to find that information on the podcast of this interview, com and the Hail Mary Media app. 824 at Mater Day Radio. So over 2,200 people have now downloaded Mater Day Radio's Hail Mary Media app. You can too. It's free and all the information is on our website. You'll have access to exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. You'll have an opportunity to tune into the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio. You can even sign up for customized prayer reminders through the Hail Mary Media app. Find out more. It's on our website at materdayradio.com. 
Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, since every religion claims to be true, well, then none of them are true. Even though this is not a very intelligent comment, it does not prevent people from saying it. G.K. Chesterton says probably one of the creeds is right and the others are wrong. Logically, most of the views must be wrong. But there's nothing logical to the idea that all must be wrong. Think about betting on a horse. Many people bet on the wrong horse, but some bet on the right horse. And sometimes even the favorite has been known to come in first. But that's the point. Something comes in first. The fact that there are many beliefs does not destroy the fact that there is one well-founded belief. So don't say that the variety of beliefs prevents you from accepting any beliefs. It's not logical. And it's not a very good way to bet, either. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? This is Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His Church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend. Brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 826 at Mater Day Radio, and the University of Portland has its new provost. We'll tell you who it is in the news. And more information about the victims of the deadly crash on I 5 that left seven dead. I'll have that story for you coming up in three minutes. It's Dante Schmitz now and Alive in Me. We are the morning blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Dante Schmitz and Alive in Me. It's 830 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, the Vatican announced Monday that Pope Francis will travel to Lisbon, Portugal for World Youth Day this August with a visit to the Shrine of Our Lady of Fatima. Pope Francis is set to participate in World Youth Day from August 2nd to the 6th and is scheduled to visit Fatima on August 5th. Now, the Lisbon trip will mark the Pope's fourth World Youth Day after taking part in the international Catholic gatherings in Panama, Poland, Brazil, and then Lisbon. Now, the largest capital and the capital and largest city in Portugal is about 75 miles from Fatima. One of the most visited Marian pilgrimage sites in the world where the Virgin Mary appeared to three shepherd children in 1917. The theme of Lisbon's World Youth Day, which will take place August 1st to the 6th, is Mary arose and went with haste. How often do they do World Youth Day? So I believe, I I think it's on a a three-year rotation. But, you know, the, the COVID kind of shifted things a little bit. But I think that there are two in the Vatican, in Rome, and then the third one is somewhere out in the world. So that way people have a little bit of time to prepare. Uh, And then at the end of Lisbon's uh, World Youth Day, they will announce where the next international World Youth Day will be. Mm. Where was the last international World uh, Youth Day? Let's see here. Was that the one in... Let's see here. Sorry to put Panama. you on the spot. Was, I it, think it, was it, it Panama? Was Panama oh, was right. the last one. I'll double check that, though. But it yeah. had to have been one. It's either Panama, Poland, or Brazil. It okay. wasn't Brazil. was not the last one for sure. And I, I, think it was, I think it was Panama, though. All right. I'll double check, though. Okay. Well, one week after meeting with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, Pope Francis urged that we must not get used to war as he prayed for peace in Ukraine and Sudan. Now, in his Regini Chaley address on Sunday, the Pope entreated people to continue to stand by the battered people of Ukraine more than one year after Russia's invasion. Now, the day prior, Pope Francis entrusted Cardinal Matteo Zuppi with peace mission on behalf of the Vatican to try to help end the war in Ukraine. Pope Francis also prayed for peace in Sudan, where fighting between the country's militia and and a coalition of paramilitary forces has killed hundreds and displaced nearly one million people. Well, keep your eyes open if you're trekking through Portland's expansive 5,200-acre forest park 
A black bear or bears have been spotted there over the past several days. Visitors to the park late last week reported seeing a black bear at three locations near Northwest 53rd Avenue along the area of Upper Salsman and Fire Lane 5 and along the Leaf Erickson Trail, a wide gravel path that's especially popular with walkers, runners, and cyclists. It's not clear if it's the same bear or different bears that have been spotted. While bears in Forest Park are not unheard of, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife says it is unique to have this many sightings over a short period of time. City officials have posted warning signs around the 80 miles of hiking trails through the park. They advise people who encounter bears not to run, to avoid eye contact, and to make themselves look large and to make a lot of noise. Oh, gosh. Uh, Just got to keep that in mind because I would definitely have a tendency to panic, David. (laughs) And I'd probably scream and run. I told you my bear story before, haven't I? I don't think so. It's when I was working for the, during college and working a summer job for Marion County Department of Public Works. And we were up working on the Abiquah River, which is outside of Silverton. Mm -hmm. And we were up in the hills along the the river. And I was around the bend flagging to stop cars because we were working. We had road construction. There's hardly any cars up there, but we still (laughs) had to do it. So I'm standing by a grader and the river is on my left and the mountainside is on my right and all of a sudden i hear this crush crush through sure. the trees and out from the mountainside pops a big black bear <gasps> he looks at me i look at him and in my mind i'm like what am i going to do here but as about as soon as that thought came into my mind he ran right he down, ran down down to the river and took off no no interest in you. You no did, must interest, not have looked yes. very appetizing. I think that we had mutual respect for one another, and he went on very as Very well. good. Yes. Well, sad news to report that the victims of one of Oregon's deadliest highway crashes were farm workers traveling in the van. Authorities have not yet released the names of the seven who died or the four who were injured when a semi-truck ran off Interstate 5 on Thursday and slammed into the van as it was parked on the roadside near Albany in an agricultural area of the Willamette Valley. The union, the Woodburn-based PCUN, said in a statement late Friday that the 11 people in the vehicle were farm workers and it had been in contact with some of their families to support them. It also offered condolences to those affected by the tragedy. Now, the Mexican consulate in Portland traveled to the hospital in Salem to offer assistance to the injured who had been taken there for urgent medical attention. The driver of the truck that hit their van, Lincoln Smith, 52 years old of North Highland, California, was arrested Friday on suspicion of manslaughter, driving under the influence of intoxicants, reckless driving and assault. He is being held without bail in the Marion County Jail. The DA said witnesses reported the truck had been weaving on and off the road as it traveled in the northbound lanes Thursday afternoon for, before it plowed into the van without breaking first, according to the Statesman Journal. University of Portland has hired its top academic officer. Dr. David C. Mengel will become the university's next provost, who will lead all matters involving faculty and curriculum. Dr. Mengel moves to the Pacific Northwest from Xavier University in Cincinnati, Ohio, where he has served as dean of the College of Arts and Sciences 
since 2016. His appointment concludes a national search process that attracted an exceptionally talented and diverse array of candidates, according to UP President Dr. Robert Kelly. Among Dr. Mengel's achievements leading Xavier's largest academic unit, he developed new curricular and co-curricular academic programs and co-chaired an institution-wide initiative to improve first-year retention. Dr. Mengel will begin his tenure at UP as provost and professor of history on July 1st. Well, a major glow-up is underway for Portland's oldest food cart pod. The company Expensify announced Thursday that it plans to reinvent the food cart space at Southwest Fifth Avenue and Harvey Milk Street in downtown Portland. The pod is the city's oldest, but the current iteration of it is a little more than a row of carts along the perimeter of a half-block parking lot that's still used by cars. Now, the upgraded pod will utilize the entire parking lot space, according to illustrations, with seating for over 300 people, a music stage, bathrooms, a central bar, cart, heaters, and on-site security. It will also have a new name, the Midtown Beer Garden. The food pod has been through a lot in the past decade, from vandalism to fires, among other things. In late August, a fuel gas explosion went off at the food cart pod, shattering roughly 300 windows and damaged businesses. I remember we talked about that and reported on when that that. happened. Yeah. Now, they are collaborating with Chef Stable, which is a Portland restaurant investment company, to obtain the permits and architectural plans and secure a general contractor. Now, the upgraded pod will also include electrical, water, natural gas, and direct-to-sewer hookups for each cart. Mock-up shows space for more than 20 carts in this area. Mm. The company, uh, uh, Expensify, say that their employees often are down at the food cart getting their lunch there during the day. So they said, this looks like an opportunity. Oh, that's cool. Very nice. So that should be real nice. Yeah. In sports, the conference finals and the NBA playoffs have pretty much turned into a rout at this point. In the East, the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics 128-102 to yesterday to take a 3 to nothing lead in that series. The Heat can clinch it when the two teams meet tomorrow in Miami. Speaking of three to nothing leads, that's the advantage Denver has on the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference. Two teams squared off, or they do square off tonight in LA. Nuggets can clinch with a victory. The Miami Heat, kind of amazing because they were the last seed mm-hmm. coming into the tournament. Really? They were the eighth seed, and now they're playing to go to the NBA Finals. So, pretty, uh, pretty amazing uh, run for them. Uh, in soccer, no problem for the Portland Thorns as they route the Chicago Red Stars 4-0 at Providence Park yesterday. Win snaps a three-match winless streak for the Thorns. Well, taking a nap can be a crucial for our well-being, whether it's to escape the stresses of everyday life or to catch up on much-needed sleep. There's something quite wonderful about having a little power nap. I took one on Saturday. Yeah, so did I. I did took a little one. A little one? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. You wake mm-hmm. up. So long as it's not too long. Yeah. That's the thing with a power nap. Exactly. However, taking some time off to snooze can't leave us feeling a little guilty. After all, that laundry won't get cleaned by itself. And there's always urgent work email. But Cherith Gardner of Alatea.org says it's time to embrace the nap for the wonders it can do for the rest of your day. And actually, we should learn from our Heavenly Father himself. And it says in Genesis on the seventh day, God completed the work he had been doing 
he rested on the seventh day from all the work he had undertaken. So if you think about it, God took a whole day off during the creation of seven days. And you could ask, how many of us really unplug completely for a day each week? After all, just checking our work messages might only take a minute or two, but by not switching off, we're not allowing ourselves to truly rest and appreciate what we have. Well, it might seem unreasonable to allow ourselves a whole day of rest on a Sunday, especially for those with young families. In Scripture, we are encouraged to see that resting is important for us, both physically and spiritually. So whether this rest comes in the form of managing a peaceful Sunday or in taking the time out in our day to take a quick snooze to free up our minds to feel more peaceful, we mustn't forget the importance of a rest in our often unrestful world. All for that. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. So coming up on May 29th, of course, we know it is Memorial Day and there will be masses around our Catholic cemeteries at 9 a.m. is the Memorial Day Mass at Mount Calvary Cemetery in Eugene. And then at 10 a.m., Mass at the Portland Metro Catholic Cemeteries. Archbishop Sample will be at Gethsemane Catholic Cemetery in Happy Valley and Bishop Peter Smith at Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery here in Portland. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just go to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. And this is Laudato Sea Week. Yeah, so we're going to talk about caring for creation coming up with our second cup. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. There's power in hope, and Jesus is love's answer to our hope. I'm Alex Nelson, Stewardship and Development Officer for the Archdiocese of Portland, inviting you to join us in bringing the good news of the hope and love of Jesus to the world through the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal. There are nearly 400,000 Catholics in the Archdiocese, and the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal is critical to supporting those who need us, those who depend on us. For this generation and those to come, you have the power to help transform lives. One single generous moment can make all the difference. Please prayerfully support the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal this year. Learn more about how your gift will help bring the love and hope of Jesus Christ to Western Oregon. Visit JesusChangesEverything.Church to discover more about the Archbishop's Catholic Appeal. That's JesusChangesEverything.Church. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. A great way to support Mater Dei Radio is through our Leadership Circle. 
These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. And it is 845 in Monterey Radio. Taking a look at your forecast. Partly sunny skies today after some cool marine air has filtered in. It's 67 degrees, your high. Increasing clouds tonight, low of 47. And then partly sunny for Tuesday, high of 68. Then uh, Wednesday, it looks like it starts to warm up again. So projected high Wednesday, 75. Back to into the 80s on Thursday. All right. Well, currently it is 56 degrees at Catholic Community Services of Clark County in Vancouver. And 57 degrees at St. Thomas More Church in Portland. The morning's almost over, but not before a second cup of the morning blend. Here's David and Brenda. Well, David, as we were getting ready for the show today, and we had been talking about how the Madeline and the Coalition had done that peace walk over the weekend, it is Laudate Si. What a beautiful way to kick off this week. Absolutely. In fact, why don't we do it this way and uh, get it going? with Pope Francis, Tweet of the Day. Communication in the church has come a long way. First, monks had to transcribe the Bible by hand. Then came the Gutenberg Press. And now, there's Twitter. It's the Pope's Tweet of the Day. And here is Pope Francis' Tweet of the Day. Yesterday, Laudato Si' week began. I invite everyone to collaborate in the care of our common home. There is such a need to put our capabilities and creativity together. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, Pope Francis has really taken off with this idea, but we did an article last week on the show where I believe it was uh, Pope... Paul the sixth, maybe, yeah. or had one of the the earlier popes back in the sixties or seventies, and said the care for creation in our environment is the most pressing issue mm-hmm. for our day and age. Yeah, and and Pope Francis, I think, really kind of took that to its next level. So, uh, what a wonderful way to celebrate. Maybe by tracking down that movie, The Letter. The Letter, yeah, it's a wonderful movie, and in fact, uh, when we were talking. Uh, with the Madeline about their prayer walk that they had for social uh, justice and for our climate, that they previewed this movie, The Letter, and it's a wonderful movie. It it really highlights three different people from different parts of the world and the efforts they're making uh, to help creation, mm-hmm. to help the planet, and they receive a letter from the Pope, from the Vatican, inviting them to come to the Vatican to talk about their projects. And it's just, it's really a moving, moving movie. So if you get a chance, check it out. I'm sure you can YouTube it now, yep. but it's the, yeah, it's uh, Pope Francis, the letter. You'll you'll really enjoy it. I love it. Well, in that light, Salt and Light Media has a, a article out. In fact, I will attach it to this edition of the Second Cup. Nine simple ways to live Laudato Si. I love it. Isn't this great? Uh, fantastic. These first two uh, suggestions, they say, I think that many of us uh, want to donate, but not necessarily buy as much. But they say to donate and buy 
from a consignment or thrift shop or secondhand shop for yep. things that you might need. We do that a lot. We have done oh. that a lot. Yeah, I love doing that. So, yeah, it's a great idea. And there's many ways and places to do this. Uh, in fact, I just recently went with my daughter who was in search of maternity clothes, mm-hmm. which can be a difficult thing to find. We know that those things get very little wear. Right. And... You know, with your help, you suggested a place nearby and we found great things. Some people donate things with tags still on them and it just never got around to using them. Right. There is no need to get everything brand new from the store every single time. Oh, and even some of my most beautiful pieces of wood furniture came from a consignment shop not too far away either. Ours as well. Yeah, exactly. Love doing that. So I I, I really like that. How about this one, though? For this week, instead of takeout... Or going to a restaurant, eat at home, mm-hmm. right? Now, takeout might be convenient, fun, easy, Grubhub or whatever, but there's a lot of waste that those types of services generate between the food packaging, the wrapping, the plastic. Think about the one-time use of plastics that go into having carry out or you know, food at a restaurant and then you take it home. Just eat at home. Yep. All this week. See how well not only the waste that you are not creating, uh, but also the money that you are saving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Okay, this one is another great tip. David, you've got that beautiful gem, some new wonderful gadget for your kitchen. Yep. A perfect item that you need. You're going to ask yourself first, do you really need this? Right. Do you really need it? Think about uh, your grandparents, even your parents, and the gadgets they didn't have, and yet they were still able to amazingly get by. Isn't that? Yeah. Absolutely. They don't need it. My mother, I always, perfect example, she does not have a cell phone. Right. Doesn't want it, doesn't need it. Good for her. And she's perfectly happy. Save them a lot of money. Over. Think about how much just cell phone yeah. bills like that are. Uh, I think that I've even got in my cabinet, uh, I want to say it was like green stamps or something mm-hmm. like that, that my grandmother saved right. in the little booklet. I remember that. Turned yeah. them in and she got this cast iron cookware set, mm-hmm. an oblong one and a round one. I have the round. Yeah. It's awesome. It, Last it's forever. Seventy years old, probably, yeah. David. Best level cooker, even mm. cooker that I've got in my house. That's great. I love those. Uh go for a walk, run, or just sit outside. Yeah. You think about the beauty of what is around us. And especially now I noticed this weekend trees are filled out. Mm-hmm. Lots of the flowering blooms have dropped, uh fruits starting to grow, berries and things. It's gorgeous outside right now. You want to appreciate God's creation? Spend a little time in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Uh, and then pray for the planet. Yeah. Pray for the We pray for each other. We pray <laughs> yeah. for our priests, the bishops, the cardinals, the popes. Do we pray for the planet? Right. Well, that is one of the suggestions they said. In fact, St. John Paul II called, at which Laudato Si re-highlights, a global ecological conversation. Mm. Pray for the Lord, to yeah. the Lord. Thank him for the creation and yeah. you know, ask him to help us all be better stewards of the gifts he's given us. There's so many little things you can do. Don't use chemical cleaners. Use oh. natural cleaners. What about uh, pesticides yeah. and use, fertilizers? Yeah, don't use, I mean, yeah, there's just these little things you can do that can make a huge difference. 
Absolutely. And as I said, it's a great article. More ways to live Laudate Si this week. I'll attach it to the uh, podcast of today's Second Cup. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Greetings and blessings to all of you listening to Mater Day Radio. Join me, Father Gabriel Mosier, and other listeners of Mater Day Radio as we pray the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, Despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatardayRadio.com. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Matarday Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Matarday Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jumpstart to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at MatardayRadio.com. The Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a double shot to start the day on Mater Day Radio. 855 at Mater Day Radio. One last look at your forecast. Partly sunny skies today after morning clouds, high of 67 degrees. Increasing clouds overnight tonight, low of 47. And then kind of the same tomorrow, partly sunny skies, high of 68. It is currently 57 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is I Am They with... From the day. And we are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. When you found me, I was so blind. My sin was before me, I was swallowed by pride. But out of the darkness you brought me to your light You showed me new mercy and opened up my eyes From the day you saved my soul All around And 
That is I Am They and From the Day. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning Blend on this Monday, May 22nd, starting a new week. Are you ready? I am ready. Good. I'm impressed. This show went by so quickly. Did I just by feel quickly. like, yeah, I'm ready to just let's get this day started. Let's All get right. this week going. Get the week going, and uh, it's going to be a great week. I just have a feeling. I, well, I like that feeling. How about that? Let's keep those <laughs> blessings going on throughout this entire week. That is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend this Monday. Living Stones coming up this evening at 7:30, but also catch the podcast on the Hail Mary Media app. We hope you have a very blessed day.